0: Let's go. What's the deal? What's the deal? This is Talking With Maserati. I am your host, Maserati Shells. Now, normally on this show, you get me doing music or I'm interviewing an artist. You guys don't get to see me. I kind of want to switch it up a little bit. Um, I don't know why. I just want to switch it up. And if you wonder why I have these humongous headphones on, because I like hearing myself talk. Probably one of the things I like. But um, today, today's Talking With Maserati, I'm going to hit on a few things. You got the YSL indictment. Got the YSL indictment. I think we got what else we got out. I got some talking about some um the Kevin Samuels death. Uh a couple other things. Talk about Nip. We're gonna talk about the black community. I got some artists I wanna talk to y'all about. There's a, diff- a lot of different things, you feel me? A lot of different things. So we're gonna really touch on that. I wanna start off with this YSL thing, right? It's just coffee, by the way. So don't think of something else. The YSL thing, right? It's interesting because In all actuality, let me bring this up a little bit. Hold on. In all actuality, I didn't really think, I didn't really think that Young Thug would really put what he was doing in his music. And then along with Gunner them talking on the phone, I haven't read the whole indictment. The pieces of the indictments I have seen and some of the court stuff, it's crazy. At the bail hearing, I knew they was beefing with YFN Luchi. Lucci. I didn't know they was really talking about trying to get the boy while he was locked up. Like, really sending niggas that's locked up to go get locked up to get this boy. Like, is it that serious? Then the whole thing, you shot the nigga Mama and put it in a song. That's wild to me. Like, really, really wild. But my whole thing is what I want to tell y'all. And when I ask these questions, you guys can, when you see it, you can put it in the comments. You can hit me in the DM. You can hit me on myzorichels8182 um, at gmail or 8182entertainment at com, And let me know what your text is. Where are we at with music right now? Is it cool to do, not say what you do Or cool to be about what you're saying Because it seems like It seems like The niggas that's really with the shit That's in this music Is making the mistakes behind the scene I mean Gunna Thugger The whole wide cells locked up Pooh Shisey's locked up You got 42 Doug locked up You feel me uh, Who else locked up uh, Melly's locked up You know And it's like All these niggas Is doing this real nigga shit Off camera off, off the mic But they putting it in the song Why would you do that Like I don't I never understood that What's so important about putting what you did in the streets, in the song. Like, like not, like so saying we, we talk about what we did, but the exact details. Like, what you did, the gun you used, what you do with the person. Like, you supposed to embellish. That's the art of being an artist, like a storyteller. You're supposed to tell a story about what you do, doing, not actually go and do this shit. That's crazy. Y'all niggas is crazy. That's crazy shit. So, for me, my take on it is, I feel like Thug knew better. Like, he had been around a lot of veterans in the game. I feel like he really knew better. Coffee got me kind of hot up in here, but it's cool So The whole thing, Free sale. I feel like The good outweigh the bad, you know We living in the street life, I get it, nigga Nigga's really on slime time So I get it, but um, Very, very, to me, very ignorant Like, I wouldn't have put it in the song, like, if I knew If I knew I had the nigga, I know if we sent the nigga to shoot his mama I'm not finna say pop at your mama and all that shit On the song Bad Boy And then I'll probably play the song for you guys right here I don't know. If I find it, I'll play it for you. I'll cut it in and cut my other part out. But uh, for sure, free while I sell, you know, I just feel like all the things they put in movies and video games, that they really over analyzing rappers. Like, they really out to get us. Like, I be feeling like the record label sign niggas, with, what they know have court problems, that know these niggas have court problems. You know, record labels sign them, knowing they're going to blow and know they're going to go to jail and y'all making the money off the back and off the sales. And I ain't with that. I'm definitely not with that. So I feel like that's intentional, honestly. But, like, to me, let's keep it off the gram. Like, I think I be thinking motherfuckers, like, like a lot of people bring academics. I don't blame academics, but I think a lot of people is, like, really pointing the way for them. Like, who who would know the FBI is, like, oh, Young Thug is beefing with YFN Lucci? Like, come on now. Come on. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to talk about our next topic. Next topic, what was my next topic? oh, so me and my boy listen listen this, this next this next little segment is not my it's not meant to hurt or shame anyone. it's just something me and my boy was talking about last night. so me and my boy was talking about uh my boy uh uh taylor my boy Taylor Prince from a fly F- fly facts podcast. we chopping it up right and he's just like, man, how do you feel about black women being overweight? you know that's not the term he's actually fat. About black women, high percent of black women being fat. And I was kind of on the fence about it because, you know, I like women in general. You can be different sizes. But as men, we do have to set standards so we can hold everybody accountable. You feel me? With that being said, you feel me? And I say that to say this, that, hold on one second, hold on. Hold on. There we go. I say that to say this. Hold on. It's nothing wrong with saying as a man. I want a woman that's in shape. I want a woman that looks good when she with me. I want I want a woman that everybody wants. That's what I that's what I want. That's my trophy. That's me saying that I deserve this because I worked hard to give her. I care about her. I protect her. So there's nothing wrong with that. Let's get that let's get that out the way right now. Now, as far as women, I can't speak for them because I'm not a woman. I'm just saying like if it was men, like men, we we have the same problem. Like we we got a shape, we feel a certain type of way, so we hit the gym. We want to level back up. We want to admit that we have insecurities with our weight. I don't know if women think like that. Like, I know, like, society has told us, like, it's okay to be like a Lizzo, which is fine. Shout out Lizzo. If she's comfortable in her skin, that's cool. But to me, how I look at it, if you love someone, right, let's say you love your girl, and you know that she, the way she's eating, she's not going to live long. She's going she gonna to die, you know, from a heart attack, high blood pressure, something like that. Wouldn't you want to tell her like, babe, look, I love you how you are, but I think we should work out together. I think we should get in shape together. I think we should go on this journey together. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with working out, eating right. It's nothing wrong with. I think, I think we've, I think, I think we've got to the point that we've really, 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 like tricked ourselves into thinking that oh, it's okay to be out of shape and unhealthy, health as well, you know, health as well. I'm, I'm typing on the same time for that." So, health is wealth, right? And we have to understand that that what we're doing to our body, which is our temple, which is supposed to carry us on, it's like a car. You don't take care of your car, it's going to break down, you know? So, my question to him was, you know, I didn't know. Honestly, I think we did the numbers. Bro, I think we did the numbers. So, let me grab my iPad. I'm going to do the numbers right now. I think we did the numbers on obesity and black women, the percentage. of. Uh, let me see. Right here for you guys. Let me see. Let me see. 56.6% of African-American women are obese. 56.6% of African-American women are obese in America. That's a high fucking number, bro. Like, that's like just a high number. Now, it's not saying that there's not niggas who like like that, like, they don't like that. They do. They do. You feel me? They do like that. They do want that. You feel me? So I understand that. I get that. But that number, fifty-six point six percent, are obese. Now let's now I'm gonna take away ten percent of that on based on the BMI. It's probably like a different body type. So she's like five nine, two hundred. She thicky. I get it's a difference, but I just think that that number is astounding. Like like how we was talking about that number, we was really like, man, like let's keep it real, like like. Like, just being real, like, most successful men do not want a big woman. Like, you can't name, I couldn't, at least I couldn't name a big, a billionaire that had a big woman as his wife. There's nothing wrong with that if you do love it. I'm not knocking you. Listen. I'm not knocking you. If you like it, you like it, you like it, you love it. I'm cool with it. It's cool. You know, I need to lose weight. I'll go to the gym for that. I eat right for that. But um, I just think that people have have just, like, normalized being out of shape, being unhealthy. And that's, a, that's a, I think. Uh Pastor Mike Todd on on uh, Instagram said it, that gluttony is a secret sin. It's the most common secret sin that we gluttonizing. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it kills me that a lot of y'all do go to church. Y'all are a very special person. Y'all still neglect that one personal area, that one particular area, you know. And I know, I know some of y'all just going to go get a bag and go down to Miami, and get it cut up off you. Cool, that's dope. Is that gonna work for the long run, probably not, but hey, it is what it is, but um that, that's just how I feel about that, so, but we're gonna move on and saying what what else did we talk about? Hold on, let me go oh, the text is right here, but oh hold on, the text is right here, my hair bam, I'm tripping. the text said, and I could pull it up. the text said, question number one was. Child support, should there be witnesses or many child to determine what degree of child support is needed? This went from a personal experience with me, myself, is that I made a realization of how the child support system works. So of y'all who don't know, if you don't have kids, you don't go through child support, listen, this is how it works. Child support is separate from custody court. So child custody and child support are separate. Child support is going to enforce that you pay child support to your BM, your ex-wife, whatever. They're going to enforce that. What they're not going to do is enforce her to let you see your kids. So you could pay, and she can say, I don't want you to see them. She can move away, and I'll give you that address and deal with you how she want to deal with you. The courts are not going to step in at all unless there's some like domestic violence or some kind of restraining order. That's it. That's it. That's all, which is kind of fucked up to say I could pay for it. You, you want to pay for father, but you won't let me be in their lives, and I want to. You know, and it's crazy that we go through this as men. Like, I feel like there should be like we got we we've come so far technology wise, like they should be kid credit cards. Like when I pay my child support, it go straight to the kid's credit card. Let the kid use it. Like or there should be like if it's going if if, they, if I gotta pay child support it should go straight to the rent or it should go something to stay sending it's going to these women because a lot of these women are going on trips. A lot of these women is just getting cars and rentals and shit and just living their best life off the of next nigga. I'm gonna give you a little personal information. My BM, we went to court, right? And she tried to hit me with $630 a month per kid. I got two kids. She wanted $1,290 a month. She thought in her mind that she deserved $1,290 a month for me. Are you serious? Come on now. That's a whole nother job. Like, come on. And then I said, and then when we was in court, they're like, um, She's saying she can't support these on her own. Okay, let me get my son. You keep my daughter. Like, you raise my daughter, or I'll move close to you. We can have 50-50. We ain't got to worry about it. I'll move closer to you. No, why would I do that? I don't want you around me. Why would I give up my kids? They're not your kids. They're our kids. It's a difference. So that's just a personal testimony. Like, I think it should be more governed around it. I think it should be more stipulation to that because a lot of times these women are using child support as, as, as a tool that's revenge. Oh, you don't want me? Okay, you're going to pay to be with somebody else. Which ain't cool, It is, but it is what it is though You know, I'm, I'm just I'm just so tired of people milking the system Instead of getting off their ass and go work I respect, shout out to all the women All the women out there, right Who said, fuck a nigga I'm gonna go get it myself, I'm gonna take care of the kids on my own I don't need your help Even when they was offering, they didn't want, they didn't want to listen to what they were saying Because some niggas be offering money to, for control I'm not the one, I just want to see my kids I'm gonna spend time with my kids because I know that Money is nothing compared to time So I'd rather have time with my kids, but it is what it is We're gonna move on because I don't, I don't like talking about that shit. I ain't going to lie. I don't like talking about that shit. I'm not high. I have not been smoking this how my eyes are normally. So y'all don't want y'all thinking, oh, he over there is high as fuck. On. I don't smoke weed like that. And when I say like that is I'm not smoking weed right now. You feel me? So, but uh, the next question was, why black women could never be happy, satisfied with the, who they are because they don't know why? Okay, hold on. That's the way he worded the question. Why black women can never be happy or satisfied with themselves? Is it because they don't know who they are? Meaning makeup, hair, wise, filters and all that. So what he was saying, like, by that man, he I just think he was saying, like, it's hard for someone to know who they sales are. Every day they wake up, they put on something else. Like, like, and I'm not knocking this because some women look, look good in them lace fronts. Some of them lace fronts be looking like they off of Amazon. I'm just keeping 100. I'm keeping it 100. Okay. Some women look good with the lashes. Some women look like they like they can't keep their eyes open because the lashes too big. Some women be having this much caked up makeup on. Some people be natural. It's different. I just feel like as a man, we have to wake up with who we are every morning. We don't get to put in it. Well, hold on. Some of these niggas is putting on lace front beards and and hair and shit. So I, I we gotta exclude them niggas. But average men like myself, we wake up and this is who we are when we wake up. You know, we can't doctor it up. We can not put. This is who we are. And we go outside looking like this, and this is we we know who we are as men, and we find ourselves. Some people don't know who they are as men, but I think with women it's crazy because it's a it's a, it's a de- deception. It's a deception. You meet a woman, and I try not to date women out of clubs, you know. Um you meet a woman, you know, the girl I'm with now we met, she was natural, she just had her hair back, she didn't have no makeup on, nothing like that. I don't I don't remember if she had eyelashes. I can go back to the video, but she might have had lashes on, I don't know. But meet a woman. Whether it be out at night, she got makeup on. She might have a girdle on. She might have lashes on, a lace front. You don't even know who the real her is. She don't even know who the real her is because she's taking pictures like this from an angle with a filter. You don't know who you getting. You feel me? You don't know nothing. So it's like a real fucked up situation. Like, do you know who you are? Do you even love who you are? Do you like who you are? Because you want to change everything about you. And it's a funny thing. My boy was telling me, my boy was like, oh, black women get all this plastic surgery. Black women pass surgery. I was like, bro. Nah, it's white women getting more plastic surgery. It's like we did. They looked up the numbers. Like 70% of white women in America get plastic surgery. Like 70%. It was crazy. Like black women was only 8% because it's too expensive for some black women. But I just feel like it's just crazy. You don't know who you are. You know. You know. You don't know who you are. It's it's just crazy. Hold on. So I'm, I'm trying to get some information for you guys. Hold on. But yeah, they don't know who they are. But for me personally, be comfortable who you are. And if you want to make a change, do it the right way. You know, it's funny because um, it was funny because I was listening actually to Kevin Gates. And everybody know I listen to Kevin Gates. Hold up, I'm getting to FaceTime right now while I'm recording. So I'm going to FaceTime while I'm recording my podcast. It's because I'm getting interrupted by someone who's rude. Yes, yeah, someone who's rude. No, it's no sweet cakes. I'm, I'm recording my podcast. Get off my podcast. What, so. No, no, we're not. See, <laughs> see, see what I mean? This is, this is I'm over here minding my business. She probably she the reason the reason why she interrupted the podcast. Really, I'm gonna tell you how the real reason why she interrupted. It. I was texting her while I'm doing this, and the texts were dry. So in her mind, if I'm dry texting, I'm doing something. So that's why she did the FaceTime. It's facts. It's big facts. Yeah, it's big facts Tell them it's big, it's big facts Yeah, it's big facts Maybe. No, ain't no baby nothing What's up? What's up with you? I was to talk to you But I can't uh, talk about these things on your podcast No, you cannot talk it's, it's a, this, I'm trying to make this podcast a PG We're doing something different This is more like a PG type of podcast So, no, you can't be doing that type of stuff on this podcast Okay, I'll watch you then Go ahead No, you can call me back later She's going to see now I got an audience person that's like right here while I'm doing this. And she's not going to like the, some of the stuff we're talking about anyway. So when she gets out here, I'll have her on and we'll talk about it while she's on. But right now, I get to talk because it's mine right now. So <clears throat> I'm going to go back to the question. And this is with uh, black women liking themselves. And I think a lot of people don't like themselves as, as I think black people have been. We've been kind of brainwashed not to like ourselves or how we do our hair, our body, and stuff like that. I just think it's more pre, you know, it's more, more, it's more in depth in the, on the female side because of all the hair stuff, the chemicals, the makeup. And not all black women wear this stuff. But just the question, like he asked, he said, "Do I think they're happy?" I think some black women aren't happy with themselves. I think others aren't because of past trauma that haven't been addressed. And then when you have past trauma that hasn't been addressed, I think that that goes over to relationships and stuff. Look it. Fake ass. John, this is my boy John. Hold on. I'm recording my podcast. You're on... <laughs> is he recording right now? Yeah, I am recording right now my podcast. Uh, that's my boy. That's 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 my that's my friend John. He talks shit about me behind my back. I'm going to beat his ass when I see him next time. I'm going to fuck John up. But yeah, so they're back in California. I'm not in California right now. So so yeah, but um, I'm not going to edit out. It's actually going to stay on there, to be honest. I don't edit out all my podcasts. I keep it real. But anyway... So with people being happy with themselves, I just think that if you don't like what you see in the mirror naturally, then you're never gonna like who you are. And when you don't like yourself, that trans that like that's like that's like baggage that goes into a relationship. So when you already have things you don't like about yourself, it kind of gets it kind of gets in your way of growth and progression. So when he asked me that question, I kind of was like I gave a politically correct answer, and I probably post like a clip of what I said for that one. But um, I just think that. We all, as humans, naturally don't like something about ourselves. Like some people want to be taller. Some people want to be shorter. Some people want to be fatter. Some want to be skinny. But I think that even with your own personal insecurities, you should love yourself at the highest level you can. I just think you need that. you got to love yourself at the highest level. If you don't love yourself at the highest level, you're not maximizing your potential as yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing in life. So we're going to go on to question three he had. Question three. Black women have been taught that black men aren't deserving of their respect, and that they should give more respect to the white men. Now, you're not on the podcast. So keep feeding your face whatever you're eating. Now, I'm gonna give a, everyone. I'm gonna give everyone what the answer. Oh, I think I forgot what I answered to this question, but I know I gave a point, point. and my point was. A black woman will come home and talk shit to her man. He can work. He can do whatever. She's going to talk some type of shit. Maybe he didn't give her enough attention. Maybe he didn't make enough money. Maybe he didn't do something. But she's going to talk shit to him. It is what it is. That's how life is. You can't get past that. Your girl's going to talk shit at some level. How you handle it, how you you process it is up to you. What she's not going to do is go to work and tell that white man that same shit she's telling you. I've seen it. I've been a vic. I've, I've been there. I can. They can lie and say, "Yeah, I do." No, you don't. You're not finna tell them what you tell me at home. And I get it because it's the same way with some niggas. A nigga, a nigga, tell you all kind of crazy shit at work. Oh, this and that. Nigga, won't you tell the boss that? No. Oh, yeah, boss, we good. Like them type of like like bootlick. We call them bootlickers. Like at work, I'm not one of them type of niggas. I'm gonna tell you what I feel. I'm gonna try to be respectful as best I can when I process the information up here. But. For the most part, I think that when it comes to women, I think women feel more comfortable disrespecting black men because you see it on social media. They see their parents do it. They've seen social media do it. They've seen it. It's, it's comfortable. But they don't see nobody disrespecting white men or, or white people like that. So I think they feel more like it's a, I call it a slave mentality. You know, if you're going to disrespect somebody, disrespect everybody. If you're going to be disrespectful to men, be disrespectful to every man across the border. It's out of my business. She keeps shaking her head on the side. Everybody can do it. You know. Everybody listen to her. Everybody listen to her. But, like I'm saying, like I just see it like, like you could see it. And also, I use, oh, this is what I said. I gave an example. What do Serena Williams, Eve, Lisa Ray, Halle Berry, and it was one more person have in common? He was like, what? I said, they all used to date niggas and they was acting out. When they started dating these rich white boys, they started dressing different, acting different. They wasn't hanging out with the same crowd. They carried themselves different. They weren't in those type of movies, those type of roles. They changed how they were as their parents. So we've noticed that. I've, I've noticed that personally. I've seen that. Th- we've seen that. How Serena Williams acted when she dated Drake compared to when she dated Keyshawn Johnson. And she dated the rich dude. She acts different. How Eve was a rough rider when she was with, with the niggas. But soon she started being a rough rider and married the rich white dude, how she acted. Same thing with Lisa Ray. She was in Players Club. She used to be cool with hanging with niggas doing all this shit. When she started dating the white boy, it changed. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's how you rockin', that's how you rockin'. But it's just a difference. I just feel like that um, society has taught black women that, and it comes from single mothers. Like we, I talked about something when you have single mothers saying, "I don't need no man. I can take care of my kids." That's telling your kids, "Hey, my daughter, you don't need no nigga. You can treat them, whatever. You can do it all. You can do it on your own." In reality, you can't do it on your own. A woman needs a man, some type of man, a, a brother, a dad, or something. You need some type of nigga in your life. I don't care. You can get you a stud and act like a nigga. She still can't do certain shit. It's still certain shit you can't do. If you at a club and a nigga want to fight and knock your stud out then what? Then what? What you going to do? Like like come on. Like like and I want fellas to stop. I want you niggas listen, I'm going to tell you fellas, gentlemen, Men stop getting insecure because your girl might leave you for a girl or she fucking a girl. And you get all your feelings about that shit. Leave don't worry about that shit, my nigga. It's simple. They both girls, so they know how to pleasure each other. They're using a fucking strap on. It's not real. They can go for 30 days straight if they wanted to. It's a fucking strap on, my nigga. It's a difference though. When you spiritually connected with somebody, it's a fucking difference. I'm telling you, this fucking difference. You feel me? It's a real big difference. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't get caught up in that. Get out your feelings. She want to go lick on pussy. Let her go lick on pussy. That's that's on them. She gonna be back. I promise you, bro. It's nothing like the real companionship of a man. It's different. That that protective feeling. That 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 just that energy. If you're a masculine man. Now, if you're a feminine man, then hmm, she might feel like she already got a woman, so she wants another woman. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just keep on hunting. Okay. But uh, so that was like some of the topics that we was talking about. Just in the black community, like about black families, like how um, he asked me a question about do I think, uh, uh, what's it called? Section 8 public housing really broke up the black home and welfare. How did it break up the black home? And I kind of read a book that kind of suggests that it did. I can't say it did because welfare made it to where black women, if you have, if you don't have a man in the house, will give you money and will put you in low-income housing. So that encouraged women to say, you know what, nigga, you can leave. I don't need you. I'm going to get money from welfare, and I'm going to get money from fucking I'm gonna get low-income housing. Because most women now are raising their kids on Section 8. I'm a Section 8 baby. My mama's still on Section 8. Why? Because she don't want to leave it. She, she raised my nephew. I told her, look, you can move out here and do this. She want to wait. I can't change her mind. No, I was going to get a house. You want this house? No, I I want my Section 8 because it makes sense. I get it, you know, and a lot of our goals is just based on what makes sense and not what's really real. Like, you got to have a certain pride about yourself to say, you know what, I'm not going to depend on welfare or Section 8. I'm going to really get it out the mud. So that's one of the things that I really want to talk about, and I'm going to keep this podcast kind of short. I don't want to go long-term on this because um, I'm not really reviewing no music. I'm just talking on topics. That was one of the topics. Another one of my topics I want to ask y'all a question, and this goes this goes to let's go to the music world. We're gonna to go to the music world. We already talked about why I sell, but I want to come back, right? Yeah. Does it matter if a nigga's a real nigga in his music? Because I see people talking about, oh, I'm a real nigga, I do real music, and then when niggas get cracked for doing real music and saying what's in that music, oh nigga, that's stupid. That's stupid. I think that's the dumbest thing we do is. I don't give a fuck. If you don't do what you say in your music, that's fine. Just don't act tough with me. Don't act tough on the streets. Just say it's your music. When you're not rapping, be a nice guy. Be respectful. Do your own life. But if you really live in your lyrics, don't put that shit in your fucking music, bro. Don't, don't nigga, make up a suck a different story. Like, don't tell the exact story that you went and slid on cuz. Why would you do that? Like, you just giving up your... That's like snitching on yourself, my nigga. That's like saying, yeah, I really robbed that nigga. I killed that nigga. Like, really, bro? Like bro, like why would you like I, I I can't tell on nobody. I definitely can't tell on myself. Like that's like the dumb Like how can you tell on yourself? Like I get I get a nigga you ain't built like that. So you tell on the nigga you fucking with. Like you telling your homies and shit. I get it. Like I, I wouldn't do it. You on your 6 nine, but you going to tell on yourself? Like that's wild. That to me that's wild. What the fuck? You see that? That's why I should I should just hit it with the click button. But um hit it with the click button. But also, what else? Okay, yeah. Now, now here, here's here's the topic of the topics right here. This is the topic of the topics. Rest in peace to the godfather Kevin Samuels, right? So I was talking to my boy again last night. We man, we like two hours on the switcher trying to figure a switcher out and shit. And he told me some crazy shit. He told me. Kevin Samuels is close to Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I said, get the fuck out of here. This is Taylor Prince who said this from the Fly Facts podcast. I said, bro, get the fuck out of here. Kevin Samuels was nowhere near Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. I respect Kevin Samuels and what he was saying and what he was doing. Cause he put the pressure on me, like when I first, when I first, I think the first time I ever heard of Kevin Samuels, I don't know if y'all remember this out there. It was a clip on Instagram, right? And he was clowning the, the nigga. The nigga called in was like he was trying to get a girl. His girl was tripping on him, and he asked, and he was telling the nigga, nigga, do you have a big dick? He's like, nigga, I don't know. It's about right. He goes, nigga, you know if you have a big dick or not, nigga, do you? Yes or no? That's when I really first got on that. Like this nigga's crazy, but then the shit he was saying was it was cool, like. My nigga, most of you niggas, you want a girl to submit to you, right? You want these girls to submit to you and listen to you. You ain't got a big dick. You ain't got a big wallet, nigga. You ain't in shape. You have nothing to fucking offer. Why the fuck is she going to submit to you, my nigga? You have nothing to offer whatsoever. So that, like, if you hate no Kevin Samuels as a man, I really think you wasn't seeing what he was trying to do for us. And he spent years trying to talk to niggas. Niggas wouldn't listen. So when he started getting on females... You know, and I'm gonna tell y'all right now, a lot of y'all niggas don't know this. You know what I'm saying? He did a lot. He did a lot for us as people just to make us better about ourselves. There's nothing wrong. He like really made it cool for niggas to understand that you can have standards as a man. It's okay as a man to have standards. A lot of times, us niggas just be thinking about our dicks, so we take whatever we get when we drunk. We just want pussy. But if you really start checking yourself, like, you know what, my nigga, my bitch has to look good. She got to have under 200 pounds. She got to have a credit score. She got to have this. You're gonna value yourself more and you're gonna be in a better position. To just to keep going with you Stop Like we all Trust me We all done did it My nigga We all done bottom fed We all did Like just hitting them You know Them them them, them, them booger wolves Niggas ain't been out there In the trenches Niggas we know We all did it We've all done it But at some point in your life You're gonna step up And say you know what bro? I'm cool off that weird shit I, I need something that's solid I need something that's righteous And I think that's what he was doing And I respect him for that You know what I'm saying But before I get up out of here This is the Talk on already podcast It's a short episode Normally I'm like an hour Hour and a half I normally uh review music. I kinda gonna throw that back in, but this probably be up this Friday at 7 p.m. Tune in on true 100 radio.com. All digital podcasts, YouTube, everything. We coming back. Um you see I got interrupted by by uh, little Caesar over here. I interrupted, but we'll be starting a podcast too. When she gets out here, we'll start the podcast. We're really working on the studio, so this is i I'm in a a weird angle, but we're in the studio now. I built a, I had an extra room so we're gonna make this a podcast studio. You can't tell everybody you know, little to know that I'm gonna season it. Get off know. my podcast, my nigga. See what I'm saying, bruh? See what I'm saying, bruh? <laughs> bruh. Nah, but really though, shout out to everybody. I thank y'all for supporting. I will see y'all next time. Wah. Why are you in my business, cuz?